What's up, everybody? You know who the hell it is? It's me. And that's the loudest I'm going to be for the rest of this because I am not home right now. Why? I, I, I'm recording this at my girlfriend's place. I left my laptop here <laughs> and I couldn't record it at home. Uh, I am all over the place. Everything I do, uh, I'm doing kind of last minute <laughs> as I'm figuring it out. Um, it is uh, it is weird to talk when there can be someone listening to you. And that's so that's a weird thought to think of when I'm putting this out there for hundreds of, uh, of people to listen to. Um, but one person in person hearing me makes me uncomfortable. It doesn't make sense. Um, I guess it's similar to maybe having something bomb when you put it online. You can blame it on being shadow banned, but when you bomb in person, it's your fault. You know, uh, cause shadow banned doesn't really exist. Anyways, <laughs> does this feel so weird? Uh, we have a fantastic episode for you today. We're just going to get right down to it. It's with my boy, Brendan Sagalo. Why do I think it's a great episode? Well, Brendan is one of the best goddamn guys I know. I love the guy. I'm so glad I met him. We we started hanging out, you know, during this whole pandemic situation and with FaceTimes and all that. And I just, I love the guy so much. Uh, I love, I love him. <laughs> uh, and I'm, and I'm so glad I had him on, you know, he, he surprised me. Uh, with our conversation, I mean, we've we've had many many um, uh, a deep conversation as friends, but uh, this episode was just very, um, I think, surprising in how much the tone uh, varied in its uh, depth, as well as how goofy and silly and stupid we are. And I think that makes for the best kind of listening. So guess what? If you're here for that, you came to the right goddamn place. Here you go is our episode with Brendan Sagalow. Goodbye. What's up, everybody? You know who the fuck it is because you just listened to the intro. So it's, nothing changed. <laughs> Same thing every fucking time. It's me. I do the intro. There's a little bit of music. And then I start talking. And now there's someone else here. Who's the other person this week, Joey? Well, I'll tell you, Joey. It's Brendan Sagalow. What's up, hot boy? What's up, buddy? How are you? I always love uh, when someone turns on their their goddamn podcast voice. So this is me, baby. <laughs> talking to somebody. It's you know, it's like seeing your friend's penis. You know, it's like we're we're talking before <laughs> this, and we're like, yeah. So you know, I'll do like a segment or two. And what do you got? You got a hard out or anything? And no, no, no. I'm good. Okay, let's get started. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> oh man, I'm having a really bad day. I'm thinking about ending it all. Anyways, I have to finish this right now. Oh my god. um it is true i do i feel like i have i've learned in the past couple years that i get very uh drained when i'm around people maybe it's because in normal times what we do involves us like being out at night all the time around people we have to we have to talk we Mm. do kind of have to be fun but our real friend like if we're like on a show with like real friends they you know they they get it 
Um, but you know, people coming up to talk to us, whatever I get drained. So I've yeah. learned that like, if I have to do something like this, I like kind of conserve my energy before okay. I do it. Wow. And I thought you were the man with, a, with infinite energy, infinite, infinite energy. I was going to help you, but I wanted, I wanted to see you figure that out. <laughs> Buddy. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just started smoking weed again and now my brain's all fucked. Oh, Jesus, man. How, were, mm. were you a heavy fucking weed smoker before that? Yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Fuck, he's in I'm you. Fucking, I'm a heavy. No, I, 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 yes, I'm a heavy weed smoker, but I, I wanted to stop for like a little bit just to like cool down a little bit. So yeah. I just stopped buying it. And then uh, lately I've just been like going over to friends' houses and smoking their weed and, and then just. Very good move. Life. Very good move. Mm -hmm. I'd actually. Edibles. That's a very financially solvent idea. It's the best. It's the best. It's also the I, best know. way of telling you that you don't like you don't have a problem with weed. Like I, like in college, I'm like, I remember thinking like, oh, dude, I might be smoking like way too much weed. Oh, no, I've never bought it. But I'm hanging out <laughs> with my friend who smokes like yeah, every yeah, fucking yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I used to I still I still buy it. But if I have it in my house, um, that's the day is shot. buddy. I wake up, I fucking smoke immediately. And then I'm just that zombie for the whole day. Yeah, sucks. dude, I can't I've I've never been able to there was my best buddy in college who I have to fucking text. He texted me um, my, my best buddy in college. Yeah, he moved away from New York, so we don't get to fucking hang out anymore. But oh, it's so sad. We would smoke weed all like but I but I'm only smoking because he like he smoked every day. Like if you saw him, he was high. If it was class, yes. he was high. He was like one of those guys. But it was like he's able to be normal when he's high. When I'm high, I go full on Dumbo. I don't understand anything what's going on. I think everybody knows that I'm high, and they do because I'm looking around like I'm like the sun's right in my fucking eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That well, that's here's the key is if you're afraid everybody knows you're high, tell them you're high, and then you you that's you just gain power. Anytime that's I'm true. like super high and I start getting like all fucking slippery mouthed and I'm like all over the place and I don't know what I'm saying and I'm being uber stupid, I just go. I'm high. So just know this. <laughs> know this as we c continue forward with our conversation. I, I've I have done that. And I've and the next thing I had to tackle was whether or not they judged me for it. Oh, fuck I'm that. a very. But the thing is, Brendan, I'm a very anxious person. No. I'm getting I'm getting. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> we got a couple fucking problems. <laughs> is life hard for you on a daily basis, you pussy fuck? <laughs> oh, you know what you should do? Um, you should take any kind of like, you know, you got a job, right? So, so well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to air your shit out. You, you're getting money. What you should do is go to a store and get the world's tiniest violin and just play it for yourself. Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your anxiety. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. That's so but, but that is like the thing about it's like I have anxiety, so I smoke. And then that gives me more anxiety at the end of it. Yeah, it's really a catch fucking 20. I do this. I do the same exact thing. Um, that I used to do in college with weed that I do now, like with my work, I have in the morning, I do, uh, I do all three of these, uh, books. This is morning pages. I've now added this like gratitude journal because I'm not thankful Aww. for anything, uh, except That's for awesome. you <clears throat> being in my life. And, uh, <laughs> have you written that in the book? 
Uh, no, I haven't, but that'd be, that'd be pretty fun. Write it right now. Um, let me open this up. Let me see. I already did the three things that I'm thankful for today, but there's absolutely no rule. Write a fourth one. There's no rule. Fourth one. Brendan Sagalo is my friend. Oh, I did say it says what, uh, there's three, uh, what are you grateful for? And then three, what would make today great? Number one was a great recording with Brendan. Oh, okay. All right. So Brendan, my day's in your fucking hands right now. Yeah, there's so much pressure. Jesus Christ, dude. Um, A great, super funny, world's best podcast with Brendan. um, The episode that makes me $1 million today. Yeah. Brendan Sagala. All right. Uh, Let's do it, dude. I am grateful for it. Number four, I'm adding Brendan Sagalo's cute little face. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I'm big on that self care bullshit. I, I fucking, I've been, I've been uh, meditating like a muh. Meditating fucking... is so. It's. Uh, I know I'm already doing it wrong because I'm saying meditating is hard. Um, but like I, like no. I tried it. No, it's not. It's not hard or easy. It's. It's just. It is. You know what I mean. That's yeah. the whole fucking point. It's to be able to track your breaths, man. We can do a fucking ten minute guided meditation, but that'd be a boring podcast. But it's like, it really, would be. You just sit around and you just. You know what it is? It's it's you you think and you breathe and you stay present. It helps you stay incredibly present because the whole key is you know when you're meditating your brain likes to drift off into different places and it, and you do yeah. start you start going into different thoughts and they call some of them give you charges too where you're like if you start thinking of like an x or something and then your 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 emotions start going uh and you just go like ooh that gave me a charge and instead of like sitting with this terrible feeling you go oh wow okay so that's something that makes me feel like this and then when you start drifting off you go oh the brain's drifting away let me come back to the breath got to come back to the breath and then you you start fucking noticing the in breathing and the out breathing and it really helps you stay fucking present dude i am uh it's been it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me were you doing that before the quarantine or did you kind of really get into it now here or there i was doing it i kept falling asleep while standing or something like i I was like sitting up and just like i tried (laughs) but But then I then I really just you know what happened? I uh, I was doing it here or there. And then I took a fucking I uh, I had a show in in Long Island and uh, it didn't go well, believe oh. it or not. Um, really? Because I feel like that's it, like fucking that's like you playing like on home turf. Yeah, you'd think. But and usually it does go well, but I don't know, just not not tonight. And I uh, I just took a 90 milligram edible. Usually my my. Uh, my range is about 15 to 65. Are you Jesus Christ? You know what I mean? Yeah, like I can take a 65 milligram edible and that's kind of the limit. I go like, okay, this is like at the top of my fucking thing. But I just took a 90 and I was like, I was so upset and I just took a 90 and I just fucking bugged out, dude. I fucking went, I was losing it. So I just, I threw on a 10 minute guided meditation and I fucking felt it. I felt every bit of it. I felt why it felt good. So then I just started doing it. I, I went snowboarding the other day. I did it at the top of the mountain. It felt fucking amazing. I felt pretty fucking jealous when I saw you guys going on a little buddy. trip. Here, Ooh, buddy. It was it was nice, man. And the whole thing with snowboarding was, and I was just talking to my therapist about this before our little podcast here, um, nice. is that it, it was completely one of the best experiences for me in a sense of staying present, staying egoless, being completely zen, and just, because like, 
I was bad. Dude, I'm so bad. I was so bad at snowboarding that I couldn't fucking do it. I, I kept falling. I didn't know how to get up. And I was just like saying to my friends, I was like, I, and they're waiting for me because they don't know. I, I don't know how to get down the mountain. So they're like <laughs> waiting for me. So there's pressure. And I'm going, I can't do this. I can't fucking do this. And I'm like, I'm already at the top of the mountain. I, I'm not going to walk back. I have to learn how to do this. There's also the the pressure of my friends staying there, which I had to let go of my ego because I was like, they're just there to help. I had to look at it as what it was, which is they want to help me. They want to see me succeed. And then I started fucking doing it. I started all my problems that I was thinking of just kind of went away. Like I was like, Oh, my life is so much bigger than the problems that I'm, that I had before this. I was like, this is, it was, I get why Gary Shandling went boxing. I get why comedians learn other things because our minds are so fucked that we, we, it's so hard for us to stay present and in a moment of something, you know what I mean? Dude, the, the amount of times throughout my day where I'm like having a great time with someone and I'm making them laugh and I go, will that like, will that work? Will that work? If I try, if I frame that differently on a th- like, and it just well, like, you should be doing that when you make, yeah. when you make somebody laugh, you should write it down and, and say what you said on stage and everything. But I think but, there's something to be said of like being able to fucking like have that in the future, like being back, like looking back and just being like, ah, like what fucking like, Oh, that made her laugh. What? Like, what was that? You know? Yeah, but even just like having that thought, like the the benefits of staying completely in the moment are so um are so just beneficial, I guess, not to use the word again, but it's so beneficial for my mental state because yeah. if I think about the past, I get fucking upset. If I think about the future, I get they upset. Do, baby. But if I can just be in this moment and take everything as it is, and even the bad stuff and look at it and just go like Oh man, that makes me upset and I'm just upset now and I guess that's what it this will be. Like even after the the snowboarding trip, which by the way, I fucking learned how to do. Let's I learned go. how to do it. I fucking Let's learned go. how to do it. I was going down the mountain, everything just clicked and even, you know, I got to the end of the when I was going down the at that last mountain before you got to the lodge or whatever. Yeah. I saw another fucking guy falling and his friends going like Come on, man. Come on. Get back up. And I was like, that was me. That was me. And now I'm this guy. And I was like, this is me. I got at the end of end of the mountain and I threw my fuck. I almost fell off the chair again. <laughs> um, I'm always falling off this chair. Uh, I, knew chair. I, I, I threw my hands up in the air and I went, I fucking did it. I felt high. I also had taken an edible, but I felt fucking high. <laughs> I felt high. I was high, but I felt so high, dude. It, it felt so good when I was picking and I was learning it, but I was falling and I, I got right back up immediately. And just to hear my friend, like my friends, when I'm going down, going, let's go, let's go. That's it. Yeah. Like rooting me on that's in a great. Very positive way. It was one of the best feelings in the world. And I took it the neck the next day. So yesterday I felt amazing. The sun was out. It was a beautiful day. I'm drinking coffee. I'm smoking cigarettes. I feel sore, but in a good way. And I'm like, this yeah. feels fucking amazing. But I went, this isn't going to last forever. This feeling is also going to go away. So appreciate this moment right now and stay in this moment. And now today I'm fucking depressed again. Dude, <laughs> I mean, you know, none of it means anything without the fucking ups and downs, baby. Oh yeah, you don't None know what means happiness feels if you don't feel sadness. Um, but that being said, boy, would I like to not feel the way that I do all the time. 
It's like it's like when you when you feel sad like all the time, you're like, hmm, all this sadness means that when I feel happy, boy, is it gonna be great. Then you feel I'm happy for you, a man. second, you're like, 10 years for five fleeting fucking seconds of a smile? Get yeah. the fuck that trade-off. That's a bad return on investment, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's a bad return. But I'm telling you, man, shit. fucking meditate, dude. You really, you really learn a lot of things. And like if you do te- if you do like guided meditations and stuff, yeah, they they fucking they spit quotes at you that I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to take that into my fucking real life. Like I, I did a med- and they have specific ones. They have specific if you're going through a heartbreak, you can go through a you can listen to a heartbreak meditation. If you if you want to learn patience or self-esteem they got that one of the things i was listening to a patience one and you know what they said and i'm like oh my god i was like i can't believe they go they said you can't push the river you just have to watch it go you know you can't push a river so just fucking chill and i was like oh baby i just started fucking shooting guns up in the (laughs) air it felt great can't push the river, but you can fucking light it up, baby. Let's yeah. go. Blah, 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 blah. What do you do? Headspace? You do like headspace or do, some other? I do calm. Calm. Yeah, calm Man, is the I app. Wanna, before, uh, before quarantine, uh, because I was I was trying to get that job at the butcher and all that shit uh, at the beginning of quarantine. So I was like in this one part, like mm-hmm. south, like downtown Brooklyn. Uh, which is the closest spot for me where they do transcendental meditation. Oh, I've heard about that. Like a TM place. And yeah. like the idea of it all looks good. I went to like the the introduction thing. Like I was like, I want to know what this is. And there's so many videos online. I'm like, let me just hear from them because it takes like 30 minutes. And I was in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and I go and they say it's like, you know, it's a non for profit. They just want people to do good and well. And I'm and here's here's where I'm dumb. Believed them. For two seconds, I'm like, they just want people to be fucking good. They want people to live a good life. Wow, that's amazing. So I go and I'm like, and they have a thing you could apply for like grants where uh, it's all based on the honor system. They like charge you based on like how much money you make. But if you make a hundred thousand, you could be like, I make 20,000 a year. And they go, so it's 400 and not 1,000. The fact that anything relies on an honor system is just bullshit, dude. Yeah. And the fact that they push that up to the front, that there's an honor system. Uh-huh. I want to know what the fuck you're lying about in the back. Like, oh, someone only does that. That's like that's like a guy being like, I'm a nice guy. And I'm like, I want to see your freezer. How many heads? Yeah, 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 what? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Cosby. <laughs> I don't swear. I rape, though. I rape, though. I swear <laughs> to God, I'll rape. <laughs> like, he's been saying it for so long. We never <laughs> seriously. Um, so what'd you do? I applied for uh, uh, this grant where like you tell them how much money you make and like even the like even the student pricing, which would be like 300. You can pay like in four installments of like 75 bucks. And I'm like, even then, that's like, listen, it was like top of pandemic. I'm making no fucking money. I have rent. Uh, I'm just about to get a new job. Hopefully that would only cover my rent, like not pay for food and shit. Yeah. and I like applied for it and like within 30 minutes, I got an email being like, we can't do this. Nah, you get none of this fucking money, but here's a really good idea. We'll let you pay us five times instead of four. How's that? And I'm like, I the same amount of money that I fucking lose. What, what? are you talking about? Yeah, man. So I like immediately, I was just like, I guess I'm not fucking going here. And then there's all these people online who talk about like, 
you know, like transcendental meditation as like an organization is such bullshit. No, fuck that. Fuck but, that. But the meditation itself actually works. So it's like hella people who not even famous, like normal people, but there is a lot. Of, there's a lot of famous spokesperson. No, nah, it's fucking bullshit, dude. I know that Seinfeld does it. I know that all of them do it. Any meditation yeah, yeah. where the person has you have to be like you have to get a recommendation for it ain't real. That's not yeah. real. What the fuck are you talking about? It's all what, what's what's so your head's better than my head because you signed a contract or something. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's bullshit, dude. I'll, that- you know what I'll do? I'm going to send you right now what I what I did to get into it. I'm going to send the YouTube, the, the calm YouTube daily meditations. I'm going to put I'm going to. Oh, you're going to love this. You're saving a life right now. I hope you know that. Ooh. Yeah, dude. I got to get like the thing is, bro, from the moment I wake up, from the moment I wake up, I mm-hmm. have like a million thoughts about everything I, that could possibly go wrong about the day. I have a lot yeah. of hope in the morning. I love the morning because I start the morning with this writing. So I feel like a fucking writer. I start adding little things like I do. I don't I feel like someone who actually so writes. I feel like a writer. So I feel no, like so someone funny. who does what I does. Um. I do. I write 10 funny things. I just started doing like five show ideas. Like at the end of the week, you could look and be like, do I have like any ideas for a pilot in this past week that could possibly be worth writing? If not, sure. I did write down 25 ideas sure. and no one can tell me I didn't. Let me, um, that, that's all great and everything. But you're also relying on success for your happiness. You're relying on without a out, Brendan. You're, I would love rel- to make so much money that I can buy a smile. Of course. I'll cut my face like the fucking Joker if I could feel okay for two goddamn seconds, Brendan. Want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> I worked really hard for 20 fucking years, and then I cut my mouth. And then I cut my mouth and sold my soul. Um, <laughs> no, it's... Because uh, th- this is what what's wrong with... It. It's good. That's good. You should be writing. You should be doing all that stuff to help further yourself. It'll make you feel better about yourself. But, you know, that shouldn't be what the staples of what you need for happiness. You should just be completely content with not having anything, with being able to sit down. And I'm not saying go to a fucking monastery or anything, but like you should be able to go like, oh, let me just be this right now in this moment here, me without anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can write and all that stuff and it'll make you feel better, whatever. But you can't be like, because one of these days you're not going to fucking write and you're going to go, fuck, man. Oh, I didn't yeah. write. And no, I that's exactly what happened. Bro. And I, blah, blah, blah. Passed. I didn't write in my morning pages. I open it up and I see that the last date was, or I guess it's five days. The last date was uh, February 19th. And then I'm looking back. I'm like, stopped at your girlfriend's place. Woke up, had to nice. had to like work, had to whatever. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Hell yeah. Then dude. um, and, then I look, <laughs> and it's the fucking 25th, and I'm like, yeah, all these days just passed. It's like you can't even commit to writing this. And then I have to forgive myself, and I'm like, no, nah, man, you woke up, you had sex. Ah, uh-huh. she made you a cut. You know why you took a shit right after? Ah, uh-huh. uh huh. You can't, dude. How many other girls are you gonna find? Okay, where you lay the pipe, you lay yes. They call me Mario in this bitch. Okay. And then once I'm done. That's the sound I make when I'm about to finish. Oh, when you finish, you go. She's like, stop jumping on the fucking bed. And I'm like, breaking the bricks and shit. 
Um, <laughs> right afterwards, man, I go, see, I like when I date a girl, I got to let them know as soon as I can. Hey, that whole thing where we went on dates and like there was no bathroom breaks. I need you to know that I took eight Pepto-Bismol and Imodium and I'm on and I'm have eight peppermint pills in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but this course. is unsustainable. And now that we've been <laughs> dating for two months. I'm pooping and shitting like as yeah, much as yeah, I, I you, do it a you lot. You know about the the hide, the Jekyll yeah. Mr. Hide or whatever. And uh, boy, is she cool with it? You know, wake up in the morning, we do oh, it, yeah. and then I'm and then and then as I'm in the bathroom taking a little a little poopy, she's making me a cup a cup of Connie, man. Oh wow! It's a studio apartment though, and I really hate the sounds. I turn on I turn on the water, I turn on the shower, and I the turn fan, on everything. All the Dude, me too. Me too. When I um when I had a and I had a girlfriend. Uh, her bathroom was so close to her, uh, like everything. So I went. You have to turn the TV on. I got. I went. Turn the TV on. Turn that on. Lift the. Put the volume up. Turn. Do everything. Play. Yeah. Have a play guitar. Do, do the whole fucking thing because I'm about to light this up. Dude, I, 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 I fuck. What I don't like is when I'm in that room and I have all the sound on. Okay, I'm doing a good job of of covering it up. And then a loud plop comes, and Oof. she goes, I didn't hear that. Oh, you did. You said I didn't hear that. Then why That's you letting me nice. know? And now That's I can't. Nice. It's nice, but at the same exact time, I'm like, but now I know for a fact you can hear everything. I know you can hear everything, but since you pointed it out, everything. all I'm thinking about is like with each, with each plop that comes. I want to know this. Every girl I know, like if I'm FaceTiming Lily, if I'm hanging out with Alina, uh, uh, Whenever they go poop, it's like 30 fucking seconds. They go, I have to go poop. And then they um, come right the fuck back. I know, they're so like little bunnies. They're like little seconds. bunny poops. Yeah, man. How the fuck do you do that? You're eating the same shit as me. I'll go, dude, I'll eat like four, four fucking birria tacos with the consomme. I'm dipping the shit. There's so much cheese and there's salt and all that. I'm in yeah. there fucking for an hour. I'm finishing a season of a TV show. She can hop in and out in, in the span of two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you are taking these huge shits they're just not telling us they want to seem like petite and like tiny little princesses <laughs> they're taking huge fucking dumps okay they're just doing it fast and we men we take our time we fucking we sit there we we think about things we've invented you know what i mean we, <laughs> we, uh, we i should have i should have come up with the wheel i should we think <laughs> yeah we think about the power we have that's that's what why men take so long on the toilet women are just they're just they're quick they just go and then they're like whatever yeah. back to my life the thing is man that the pooping pooping and showering is like my time I love, that's like that's yeah 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 oh my god yes i love i, I don't poop unless i shower <laughs> that's dude that's so i wait really no i i mean god. most of the time nine out of ten times if i'm pooping there's a shower right around the corner the thing is i had to ask that because i've met a couple people who literally go i don't shit all day and then I save it for when I'm about to shower. And I go, that's buy a bidet. Do anything. Um, yeah, but you can control your body. Like, I only shit once, once a day. And if I don't shit, yeah, I shit in the mornings. Look, we don't all have IBS, okay, it's buddy? so many people. I mean, every I'm surprised every time someone tells me how regular their body is. I shit once a day. And if I don't shit in the morning or whatever I shit, that day, the next day I'm shitting at the exact same time. And I have to control my body. Like if I get up in the morning to shower, then I'll shit then so that I can fucking be one, be naked while I'm shitting, which is yeah. the best. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm talking fucking birthday suit on the show. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Not the name and for birthday suit. Doing. Two, I could just hop right in the shower, spread my cheeks, and just fucking clean up. I just love shit. I used to. Uh, this finally, finally, uh, during college in New York, uh, because of shitting at, you know, bars or, or comedy clubs or whatever, I started shitting with my clothes on but i was one of those like even in high school if i was shitting i like i just like lift i had to feel naked like i had to yeah. like i like lifted a shirt up like if i was wearing like a shirt it was around the neck ready to pop back on in case some fucking bully puts his head over the thing and goes what are you shitting with your clothes off and takes a photo man which only happened two times and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't um, care i'll shit with my clothes off every time dude if i'm wearing a shirt the shirt does have to be like here it has to be up here i don't want to feel it i don't want to think it's going down my back oh if it you know touches I mean? like like the the top of my ass crack i'm like there's on my shirt i got shit on my shirt <laughs> i gotta change now also the pants and the underpants are coming off because i i need full i need a man spread you know what i mean dude yes if i don't have a squatty potty around which i've never owned so i don't know why i even brought them up if i don't have those i do like to sit as fucking wide as I, and i moved into an apartment now what a fucking wall is right next to my toilet and i have not shit right in five and a half fucking months brendan Wow, that sucks, dude. That sucks, man. I was so sore the other day, I couldn't shit right. I couldn't, because you know how you're supposed to lift your legs up and, like, you know, you're supposed to be more like a acute angle? Yeah. I just couldn't do it. I had to, like, I had to, like, sit like I was fucking sitting on a chair. You know what I mean? Did you, uh, you lifted your fucking feet up a little bit? I do. do I lift my, well, I have a squatty potty, but my roommates fucking hate it. And I, I don't want to, like, which is insane to me. But to I don't, set up a room for a shit is not. That's like every time you're like, oh, I'm gonna put this money money down. Yeah, it's, down. it's I, yeah, I, and I, it's in another room, so I have to like grab the squatty potty and move it to the bathroom. And I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. I don't even have a closet in my. Maybe I could put it under the sink though. Yeah, that's but like then a it's a whole fucking hassle, dude. So, no, I have a squatty potty, but. I guess that'll that'll come back when I when I finally live alone, whenever that will be. Dude, 72 I've, years. I've been looking uh I've been looking into so much because I this this room that I'm in right now seemed really fucking great when I moved in. There's only four people living in this place. It's meant to live uh six people when it's full. And now it's full after four months of me living here, people oh. moved in or five. Well, um, I thought you lived alone. No, I never did. Wow. Um I fucking wish. You have um, I live alone energy. Uh, boy, do I try to act like I do, even with all these roommates. Yeah. Like if they talk a little bit outside, I'm like, hey, keep up my fantasy and shut the fuck up. Dude, yeah. I mean, if I if if I'm like if someone was like, you have to go into the kitchen right now and make some food to save your life. Uh, if my roommate is in the kitchen, I'll go, well, guess I'm dead. Guess I'm dead. <laughs> I do. Did I put everything aside when there's people uh, in the kitchen? Like I can't when I'm cooking or whatever. I actually, since I've moved in here, I have not cooked. My uh, last place was I cook all the time at at, at my girlfriend's place because uh, um, she she lives alone, has a great kitchen, all that shit, and we cook all the time. So I don't feel like I've like missed it. But like I used to cook in my old place. All the time. It was four of us. Never met them before in my life. I've always lived with friends, but those four people, we ended up being like real roommates. Like we we could both be in the kitchen at the same time, like not be in each other's way. Then I move here and it's kind of been a constant in and out of different people 
because uh, because whoever the landlords do short term yeah. fucking leases and uh, it's not for me, but I am not fucking moving again until I find the spot. Dude, yeah, me too. I do not want to move until that's my spot for like 10 years. The last you know spot I mean? was going to be my spot. Like I literally, as I was living there, I was like, that this is the one until I make enough money to live alone. Yeah. It yeah. was great. The only thing that sucked was that late at night, I couldn't be fucking loud. Here, I do uh, actually, I do get to be loud. That's why I'm able to like stream and play games is because I'm on the, it's two fucking floors. Oh, wow. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. But it, like, so we're, we're on the second floor. You go into the building, you open up a door, then you open up another door. There's stairs. Now you're in my apartment. Um, I'm a door on the right. And then a guy who works at the gym with me on the left is actually right next to me. And he sleeps super heavy. So I've asked him, I'm like, do you hear me screaming at my game at night? He's like, nah. And I'm like, this what, is, this is perfect. What gym do you work at? If you can say. Equonics. Equonics. Yeah. I don't want to say, say it. Um, <laughs> I don't say it. I got to start going to the gym, dude. But uh, what was I going to say? Here's something that fucking annoys me about roommates. This mm -hmm. is a huge pet peeve that I have. Unless it's with a if look, I've dated girls that are like this. And if they do this, it's fine. I'll make fun of them. But it's not as annoying as when you have a room. The, the leaving the cabinet doors open in the kitchen. Dude, I have heard of this Who being. the fuck? Oh my god. Does that? I've heard multiple people be like, "I used to love my roommate. He was my best friend." But he leaves the spice rack door open every time. And like friendships have fallen. Close the doors. Close the cabinet doors. It's insane. How do you fucking do something and just leave them open and then go into your room and eat? I, 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 I can't. I I'll can't. tell you what it is. It's people who literally forget that other people are living there and they go, I will close it when I come back. But it ends retarded. up closed all the time. Do you close the door whenever it's like that? I I have an inner inner battle with myself constantly whether or not to do that. What's the I answer, go, Brendan? Do you do it or do you not? Sometimes I do it. Sometimes okay, I, so you're I rewarding their bad fucking behavior and closing the door for well, them. Well, I slam it. I fucking make the loudest slam it. One time, I got so fed up with it, I opened every drawer. I <laughs> opened every cabinet drawer. I opened the drawer, the 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 the, sh the shelf drawers, everything. It looked like a fucking poltergeist came through the kitchen, dude. Did you meditate that day? No. <laughs> It's so funny when you have roommates because, like, you uh, you see a side of I've seen a side of myself that I didn't think I'd ever see the psycho side of myself where like I'm fucking like throwing garbage down the hallway because it's like what's that there? Fuck you, dude. Yes, and my thing is now with the new people coming in, I'm like, how like you always want to be nice initially. You're like, yeah. we live together. Neither of us are serial killers. We're cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just fuck. Like, how can we live with each other? But as soon as they do something that is like super, like what makes you think this is okay? It's like, how soon can you be the asshole? Because if you do anything, if you point out anything, you are immediately an asshole. Like even if someone leaves, um, I don't know, like a bunch of shit out all the time and you like put it out, like, or leave a cabinet door open. The moment you point it out, you're like attacking them. You're attacking who they are. There's no. someone who leaves the door open. That's how people react. Well, they can suck my dick how they react. If you come at them and you're like, you're like, hey man, can you close it? You got to give them a couple of times where you're like, hey man, just uh, remember to close the thing. And then after a while, you can fucking snap and you could be like, how many times did I say, like, dude, I fucking, my whole thing with the cleaning of the dishes is 
if you use a dish, clean it immediately. <laughs> clean it immediately. That gets rid of so many fucking problems. But now the sink is all fucking filled up and shit. These people are a mess, dude. They're a mess. Yeah. How many people do you live with? Two, and I hope they hear me. <laughs> I'm screaming on purpose. Do you know any of them uh, outside of having moved into that spot? Or uh, One of them is Neil Brennan. Say Neil? Just kidding. No, I, I was like, Neil what the Brennan. fuck? I said Neil Brennan as a joke. But no, they're just two randoms. Wow. Yeah. Usually every single time I've lived with random people, it's ended up being super okay until this. It's fine. This it's time. fine. It's fine. But like. I've never had a good roommate. I don't know why I've ever said that. I've never had since college, dude. I've never had a roommate except for my buddy Jacob, who I lived with first semester. But other than that, every roommate I've ever had, I'll run you through the fucking gambit right now. Do yeah. you have time? Can I fucking so? I had Jacob as a what roommate first semester. Then we both went to different colleges. Then the roommate that I had was uh, I moved in with this off the boat. Korean guy who spoke zero English. Like where he zero. lived with you was like the first place he like lived in. Yeah. Yeah. He, wow. When I, when I went to Pace university, he like, he was, I he, went to Pace. Think, yeah, baby. Okay. I think he was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in the presence of greatness. Greatness. <laughs> um, when he lived so i think he was like an exchange student or something it had that it had that energy that that vibe was that he was an exchange student yeah and he spoke no english so i'd be like hey man if i was like hey man um just don't forget to close the cabinets he'd be like i all go uh and i'm like uh, you don't know none of the words you know none of the words that i just said yeah are you failing all of your classes <laughs> i know i know and he would snore so fucking loud every night that I would oh have my a God. cup of pennies next to me, like pennies and dimes. And every time he snored, I'd take a fucking a bunch of coins and I'd throw it at his bed. Dude, I'm imagining you literally going to like the bodega and being like, can I get change for a dollar? And they yeah. give you quarters and you go, it's not what I wanted. Pennies. Pennies. <laughs> I need I need at least three a night. So I would throw it at him and, and then he would stop, you know, then. I moved in with a uh, my then my second year at Pace. I moved in with a guy who was a cool dude. He was this cool black guy, but he fucking he also snored. But he would also like make fun of the shows I was watching, which kind of hurt my feelings. And then uh -huh. one time his girlfriend stayed for the weekend and I woke up to them having sex like a little bit away from me, which. Oh, normally, it was the room with, with the with the two beds in one room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all dorm rooms. These are all dorm uh -huh. rooms. And uh, I think now I probably would have jerked off to it. But uh, I think at the time I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Then I moved in with this other guy. This is my third year at Pace. This dude, again, two beds right next to each other, dorm room style. He would fucking play video games till 6 a.m. with a little headset. And he would be laughing with his friends. And I would go, dude, I'm trying to sleep. I'm right there. I'm right there. And Are then you when serious? He out. Yeah. And then when he moved out at the end of the, the year, I like was like, uh, I, 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 I think I was cleaning or something. And I saw next to his bed just a wall of boogers, a wall of boogers. He'd go like this and fucking and put it on the wall like a psychopath who fucking does that. I get I had, tissues. I had no words. Get tissues. I, I mean, I, I, I could. I wanted to think of, you know, a funny reaction. I wanted to laugh. But when you told me that, Brendan, I kind of I like threw up in my mouth a little bit.
Honestly, what the fuck is wrong with people? You're reliving this memory right now as you say it. You have to it's, just put your fucking forehead back in your hand and like awful. take a breath. It's awful. <laughs> Speaking of, let's take let's take a break really quick and we'll be right back. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Did I give you time to cool off? No. No, I'm still <laughs> angry. Then my last, well, my last roommate, the last year I was at Pace, I had two roommates, um, both both gay, but in different ways. Like one of my roommates was like, he was gay, but he was like a gay guy. You know, he was like, whatever. And then I get, the f- I get what you mean. And then the second one was like, uh, you know, he was like a, he was like a, they, them, you know what I mean? Okay. And he showed up with that's every, a funny, that's a funny phrase to say that he's like a, they, them, <laughs> like there has to be a better way to say it, but he's one of those, they, thems. <laughs> or should i say they are like a they them or whatever it's like and it's like you're an old school brooklyn knight who's like you like you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings you're trying your best but no matter how you say it you're fucking yeah. hurting someone's feelings. yeah and that was just fucking that was okay but it was a little weird just because he like showed up with a bunch of his beanie babies and dolls and shit and just like set it up oh man so it was like, like I'm, my, gonna, I'm trying to have sex here my side of the no i never had sex in college my side of the uh the dorm was just like trashy dude and then yeah. his looked like a princess castle it was fucking weird oh my god and uh and then i you know met my girlfriend and i lived with her and she she was fine your third your third year of college or your fourth no 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 after college after college oops so you never did any like hooking up and i'm saying this like i i didn't either like i did maybe like two or three yeah hook maybe four am i counting in my head I don't know. I maybe hooked up with like I could count on one hand girls in high in in college, and then no. I had a girlfriend for three and a half years. I uh, I was desperately in love with this girl named Caitlin, who was like a good good friend of mine, but she was also bisexual at the time, and I think she was leaning more towards women and stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, I just couldn't make a move. It got I got in too deep, kind of thing. Where like now it would be weird. We're friends. I yeah. think the closest I ever came to like a real move. There was a couple times where, like, I think she was using me to make somebody jealous, you yeah. know, so she'd be, like, all over me. And I was like, hey, OK, I'll take this. And then one time we're in her dorm and I was just giving her a back massage, dude. And I, like, started going lower and shit like that. And I think that was the time to make a move. But even I think even if I did it, then she'd be like, what are you doing? You I know? trusted you to give me a massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every guy is the same. I do she feel was a you. fucking smoke show, though. I, I actually, I, uh, I, I hit her up recently, and I was like, "How are you?" And she's like, "I'm living in Arizona with my girlfriend." So I was like, "Okay, all right." So okay. I don't feel terrible, you know? Like, yeah, I don't feel like a gross monster. Yeah, you're like, so it's only half my fault. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm only half of a monster. <laughs> no, that's 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 good to always have something like I. I've heard these stories of like girls who like date guys and and they're like, why did it never work out? Like we were great. And then they find out that the guy, you know, in the future, he's like, I like I, I'm gay. Like I'm dating a man and yeah. I'm with a man now. And the girl's like, OK, let's be best friends. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the only thing that like women immediately just go like, oh, that doesn't hurt my ego at all. And I really want to use a gay guy to to be a best friend. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, Lily always says I'm the perfect mix of um, uh, because everybody thinks I'm gay and also I'm secretly gay. (laughs) 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 Fucking hilarious. Um, Buddy, let's move on to this uh, to some of these segments, man. Sure. Hit me with it. This first one, Brendan, it's called Say You're Sorry. Ugh, okay. I'm on your. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you just end. You just end the meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I want you to think of a time, Brendan, where you know what you hurt somebody's fucking feelings. You think you're not sure, but you could okay. sense it. You know, maybe you did or said something, and okay. and you know you fucked up, but you never actually said I'm sorry. I never actually said I'm sorry. That yeah. never happens. I'm always apologizing. Truly. Truly, I'm always apologizing. What was maybe one of the hardest apologies for you to give? Like, like you didn't do it immediately. Like it took you a second to be like, "Hmm." hardest. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you one of the ones that I did immediately to a point where like I still feel bad, even though I apologize. I I think about it to this day, and I think I'm gonna think about it for a long time. Like I, I I need to figure out a way to forgive myself. But um, one time at the end of my last relationship, I was uh. I was just like drinking all the time and shit and like just like hated my life and everything. Yeah. And uh I still hate my life, but now I'm sober. But uh, I uh I now now I hate my life, but I'm raw dogging it. I was just like completely and utterly like irresponsible in a way where like my buddy was having a big birthday party and I was in Long Island and me and my girlfriend were kind of on the rocks and I was like, I have to go to this party. And she's like, do you have to, you know, we're kind of in the middle of a fight. And I'm like, it's my buddy's birthday. I said, I'd go, I gotta go, you know? And she's like, okay. And I'm like, I'm not even going to like drink or whatever. So she was like, all right, take my car. And I took her car and I just proceeded to get fucking obliterated, you know? And uh, then I drove her car back to her house in long Island, which was only like a 20 minute drive, but still, you know, whatever. And I get in and I'm just obviously drunk. Like, I'm just like, and she's like, you're fucking hammered. And I was like, no, I'm not. And we just got into this huge fucking argument. And then I just like, this is what I can do. I can cut someone the fuck down. It's almost a supervillain power. Like, I can really just fucking cut someone the fuck down. Like, I I can make anybody feel bad about themselves to the point where they're like, I shouldn't be friends with this guy. <laughs> you know what wow. I mean? Like, wow, he really fucking hurt me. Like, so whatever. So yeah. I get home. She's bitching me out. And I go, well, look at you. And I just fucking and I just hit every single fucking thing that she's probably insecure about. And then I and that you it. knew would hurt her fucking feelings. Exactly. And I just fucking wrapped it up in this nice little bow. And I just went, you're pathetic. And I just fucking gave her that gift. I went, I called her pathetic. And I just said it with such vulgar and such like, you know, I felt terrible. I immediately apologized. I was like, I'm so sorry for all of that. I was like, I don't know. I am drunk. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. Blah, 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 blah. You know? And I just, you know, yeah, that was probably my, my most real apology. A lot of the apologies are very much like, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How many minutes after you apologize for calling her pathetic did the relationship last? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> couple of weeks 
No, really? Actually. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then we got into another argument because I fucking I talked about uh, this wedding that we went to together on a podcast and turns out the groom listened to the podcast and, you know, whatever. I um, buddy, I can I can uh, I can sympathize with the whole uh, girlfriend here in the podcast thing, because that was one of the last fights. I had with my ex because I was yeah. on a relate I was on a relationship podcast and I I yep. asked I asked her I said we we were in the we were like in the middle of the breakup it was truly we took a break started talking again and we were like are we going to do this or are we ending this and I had this podcast coming up and this is a bad move on my part but I was okay. like I was like Hey, this is a dating show. I want to do it because it was the beginning of quarantine. I had nothing going on. I'm saying yes to everything, man. Of course. Uh, and, I, and I needed it. I I, I yeah. truly needed to either do the Zoom shows and like perform or do a live or do any podcast. Anything. Anything. So I'm like, I don't want to say no. Uh, I really want to remain active. We didn't know how long this was going to be at the point of me saying yes. Uh, and I'm like, I haven't dated in three and a half years, but um, uh, I've dated you and I would love to talk about how we started dating because in the beginning of our uh, relationship, I did ghost her because I, I was scared of being in a relationship. Uh, okay. She called me out on it and we ended up actually going out and then we dated for three and a half months, but I ghosted her and I wow, really hurt her that. feelings. And for like a year up until actually we, we broke up the ghosting uh, it never went away as like a point of argument. Like a point of, of conflict, it was it was always there, I, and I and I was always like that was three and a half years ago. Obviously, I'm not ghosting you now. We have been together for three and a half years. I have not ghosted you, and like it's always been an issue. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the podcast, I ended up talking about the fact that we were like going through a breakup. But I like I I know I connected it to how tough the time is for everyone. She's out. She's across the country. Uh, she heard it and she was like, "Why?" Like. You don't know if I have friends who listen to this and I had to be, you don't, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, even listen, my, my parents won't listen to this and and my dad. Yeah. You're like, nobody everything. listens to this. So they're not going to, it's really just about saying <laughs> I did this and there'll be a photo of me doing it, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, you know, that, that wasn't enough and I get it because you know, she, she doesn't get it. It's just out there. Like the information's out there. And if you know me, if you listen to that, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. You know, yeah. if you don't know me and you scroll down my Instagram by a year, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so okay. like, I, I I get it, but I was owning up to how I fucked up throughout the whole conversation. But still, the fact that I'm like, I was like, so I don't know. I got into a lot of fucking trouble for that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know that happens with, you know, our line of work. We are very open and. Talk about karma. Listen to this. I fucking I would make jokes. I would talk about I'm still open. I mean, I wear my shit on my fucking sleeve or whatever. But yeah, uh, I would talk about my ex or any anybody, anybody in my life. I talk about very openly. And uh, and then I recently got into this like, I don't know, I guess like I was like seeing a comic for a little bit. And, uh, you know, we had this like conversation that was like a re like shit got real for a second and like we had to have this conversation about like, what are we doing? What is this? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, uh, 
it, we were snapping at each other a little bit. There was a little bit of frustration, a little bit of pinching, you know, and I go, all right, all right. So we figured it out. And then like the next day I saw that she put up this fucking joke on, on reels. That was like specifically our conversation. And I was just like, you fucking you motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, you fucking, you cocksucker. I showed you my heart and you showed me the you door. My you fucking fuck. heart, you fucking, you <laughs> cocksucking wop. You know what I mean? So I, uh, you wop cocksucker. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was like, and, but the whole time I'm going like, wow, that, this is real karma, man. This is karma. This is why you don't date comics. <laughs> yeah, man. Cause um, they'll, they'll air your shit out, man. It's like, dude, when, when you date it, when you like start seeing a comic or whatever, it's like you, you basically have an open-ended like invitation into their diary. If you just yeah. deep, deep dive into their Instagram and shit, or like listen to pod, I never listen to a podcast that, that, you know, they're on if I'm dating a comic. <laughs> no, but you could, you could, and you yeah. could hear them talk about you and what they think. And you could fucking, if you really wanted to be manipulative, you could fucking work with that. Yeah. No, that's too much. I, I do, I do truly think relationships are supposed to be easy. The hard parts yeah. are figuring out, like, when you hit actual life obstacles, how are you two gonna like maneuver around that? That yeah. should be the hard part. Not the fact that like this person doesn't like this about I like like my it seemed like my my ex was supportive in the fact that I she was like I'm chasing my dream and she yeah was all about that totally. but um and I and I tried warning her to the best of my ability because I definitely know more now than I did fucking when we were dating but I mean I warned her a lot about like what dating a comedian was like and also when you're new and you kind of need to go to everything so that people just don't forget who of you course. are and, oh yeah yeah and, yeah. I, and i'm getting booked at uh parties more than i'm getting booked i mean uh, uh first shows as a comic because i met someone at a party or, and we hung out more than when they saw me at a show in yeah. the beginning you know of course dude and uh, yeah so, uh, yeah you know yeah sorry no, she just like it, it. It seemed like she never got. And also, I've always been much closer, uh, kind of coming up with uh, with female comics. I've just made really good friends with female comics. Yeah. Um, and she always thought there's like something going on with that because you know I'm not answering my phone for a while because I'm meeting new people. I don't want to be the guy on my phone. I'm You're also just terrible on my phone. Yeah, and I'm and I'm saying I'll be home in an hour, and it's actually like two and a half. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Dude, two and a half ain't even bad. Like I'd say I'm home in an hour. I'd say I'm on my way home, and it and it would be three hours later, dude. Yeah, I, I was. There was a point, you know. I I do. I didn't I just do, own up to how I fucked up. I definitely. I what you what you just said you did is what I was doing. I was trying to make myself sound better. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna like, own up to that right you now. Know, you didn't have to. I'm say a hypocrite. That. You didn't have to own nope. up to it, but I'm proud of you. I'm proud Thank of you, you for so doing much. that. It's the whole point um, of my fucking show. <laughs> well, like. You know, there was a I, 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 my my last relationship, the one that was five years, um, it was it was great. There was ups, there was downs. We took these trips. We were in love. Uh, we were out of love. All this shit. Uh, but I do feel for her in the sense where she she caught me in a in a in like a very uh, you know, in a very important time in my career with what you're talking about, like, like yeah. I met her when I was 23. I'm 29 now. We broke up last year. And oh, it's a long relationship, man. Long relationship. All my my whole 20s, man. I mean, we were off and on sometimes, but uh I feel for her in the sense where like that must have been really fucking hard. Like dealing with someone who 
it's a pivotal time in a in a, my career. It's where you're at right now, where yeah. you have to go out and you have to spend all these this time with all these guys and girls, I guess, whatever. And uh, and and all those I, they them's and, and the they them's and the and the who's it what's it's and the and the um, the the fuzzies yeah. and the. Um, <laughs> And the furries and the, the furries, the furry fuzzies, the, <laughs> the furries, fuzzies. the people who fuck like animals. What are they? <laughs> and as somebody who's in a relationship with someone like that, it's fucking hard, man. Like you could lose your mind. I We were living in Forest Hills together and she was in a studio and we had little rabbits, but it's not like having a dog or anything. And like, yeah. even so, it's like Monday through Saturday. I wasn't making any time to be with her. I was working a day job and then at night I'd go hit the clubs and I would, I'd stay out and I'd drink and I'd get come back and I'd be hammered and she'd be asleep because she's got a day job. And yeah. that's gotta be the fucking hardest part. And I, I completely feel for anybody that's dating a comic at that time. I remember, I remember, um, cause like I said at the beginning of this, like how, like when we were around people all the time, I, I get drained. Like I have to kind of like, like let's say like like the night you and I hung out and we went to like Gabby Bryan and and and, yeah. and Zach's apartment like that whole day before we all hung out like I worked and then I made sure to spend two and a half hours like fucking alone not even on the phone with people yeah before meeting up because I was like I'm gonna be talking all night so yeah. like I needed that and so when I was with uh when I was with my ex I remember it was like it was way too late to come to this conclusion. Um, but I, I remember saying like, one of my problems is I treat time with you as my alone time. Like, like I want to be relaxed and we hang out. Like when I'm free, I I'm saying this, like I never, I made time all the time. I said no to shit and I canceled shit and moved shit around to spend time with her yeah. a lot. Um, like, let's say like a show hit, hit, hit me up and they're like, it's a, and it's a weekly show or a monthly. And I, and they're like, can you do this? And I go, no, but it hit me up for the next one. Or, or can you do this? And then like never hearing back, like being, okay, I'm not doing that show now because now I have to yeah. go get dinner. You and know, then you, you, and then you, you just resentment just fills inside of you. Yeah. Because you never, you never know what comes from fucking anything. It, it's a dumb show in a fucking basement, but you don't know who's there. You don't know who's hanging of course. out. You know, who's watching you. Um, you also just want to get good at the art yeah. so that you can fucking get better. And when people do see you, 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 you've you stacked all this ammo. Dude, my least know? favorite thing right now about quarantine is the fact that like before quarantine started, I was uh, with all my job. I had I had I had jobs that had me like working at night and I, I, I had to say no to a lot of shit. But even with all that, I had like a solid I would range from like fucking three to three to five to six shows a week on average around that time, which was better for me than at the beginning, obviously. And yeah. I, and I really felt like I was like gaining momentum and I was doing my jokes. I was like actually doing jokes that worked and then cushioning them with the, with the crowd work. And I was like, you're getting good at this. Like you're comfortable. Yeah. And all throughout quarantine, like I'll have like, not, not, I try not to use the word killer. Like Lily and I talk about what having like having killed means. And most okay. of the time when I say killed, it's truly just, I had a good set. <laughs> I didn't kill. <laughs> you didn't kill buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't know what killing is until you open it open for like a real headliner. Yeah. That's when I knew what killing is at when I opened for D Ray or like Bobby, Bobby Kelly. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Then I was like, Oh, they're killing. This is killing. Yeah. So I've like, I've crushed it before i've had sets where i'm like oh that wasn't just good like i did the best i could at that time 
for me with the jokes I had. Like I crushed it. Um, mm. And during quarantine, I've had a couple of those shows where I'm like, wow, for this time and place, you're really crushing it, buddy. And then I would have the other show. Um, oh, like the fucking rooftop show you, you saw me at where I just didn't feel like my fucking self. I, that, at that point, I hadn't done a show in like two and a half weeks. Yeah. So like once I stood up there, I'm like, I already forgot what this fucking feels like. That's a hard show too. That's actually yeah. a, hard, a hard. I don't want to. I, mean. I don't want to. I'm not going to blame the show just because I also know for a fact that I was not being. I wasn't even being myself hanging out with people. I was like, I was like uncomfortable with the vibe of just like being out and like and 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 all that shit. I think that was like one of the first times I was in Manhattan in like six yeah. months, and it just like felt fucking weird, man. And going up there and it and like to only be up there for like eight minutes or 10 and then feel like you're doing good around like minute six i'm like yeah it's insane it's brutal um so i don't know man i don't no, you know you lost your train I, of thought I, I did i did lose my train of thought but i but i will say like when it comes to like when it came to resent i did i did hold an anger towards uh, towards my ex when I felt like I was losing any like momentum. Of course. Like of that course. for the sake of her. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard. You should just be like, it's also hard to be like, oh, I should end this because, you know, I'm not, I want to focus on my career and, and I'm hurting someone. I might be wasting her time, but it's hard to fucking do that, dude. Even in like things where it's like, I don't know, I, I'll, you go through a thing where you're like, oh, we're not right for each other. This needs to come to an end, but let's just push it a little bit more. Let's just yeah. keep going. I remember we had like maybe like I don't know, man. She met me, uh, and then we'll move on to the next segment. But she met me. Uh, <laughs> this is one out of eight segments. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she met me when I was fuck. She was two years younger than me. Um, but nice. You know, she met me when I'm a thank you. And <laughs> nice, <yeah>. young <laughs> chicks, dude. Young chicks. Um. But dude, I'm already it's it's been it's been nine months or a year out of the relationship mm -hmm. a year. And I think I am 100 percent more of like an adult as a person than I was throughout the entire relationship. Of course, not only because time has passed, but I've done nothing but contemplate like mm -hmm. whatever. And one of the last things she said before we ended up in a huge fight that made it so like this was negative like now okay. we can't talk now we can't be friends because i said a lot of shit that hurt your feelings because i was angry and hurt yeah uh, and and she did it a lot less I, I i reacted a lot a lot more angrily at it but um one of the last things she said was i think at a different time and place this could have worked out and i was like yeah because sad because the issues that we had i think were solely because I was chasing a dream where nothing about the day-to-day -day is concrete, makes fucking sense, especially the people outside. All we know is be funny, keep writing, and hang out. Well, hang out. yeah, for the first, for the first 10 years, yeah. That's hang all out. it is. Hang out, be funny, be around, be reliable, and be cool because then yeah. people will fucking – and you don't even need to be funny. To be honest, you don't even that is need very to, true. I mean, you, you can be funny because more, you know, opportunities come from it. And also for yourself, you just want to be good at the art. But really, all you have to do is just be cool. Don't be an asshole. Keep your head down and hang out and people will fucking want to hang out with you. Yeah, that's fine. Because literally the lat like 
having done shows in quarantine, there's never like a show that I walked away being like, uh, like, like, oh, that was amazing. Just like, you know, you did good for the time. Uh, I'm not gaining, I'm not gaining any new followers. I'll say in the, in the church of Joey's fucking comedy. No one's, I'm not like nothing new was happening. I'm just practicing now. But like, okay. But like from the, I know I couldn't, th- I I started saying a phrase, had no idea what it meant, but I really had to finish it. I liked it. I liked it. Um, but like, let's say the, the, the warehouse show that you saw me at the other day, I will yeah. say that since you, I'm writing a piece about this for my newsletter coming out next week, but like the idea of like newsletter, what is it? 2005. I know. I really just want to write. Like I want an excuse to write and I'm giving okay. myself a monthly deadline, which is cool. Uh, great. Um, uh, do you have a live journal too? A live journal.com. Uh, no, Maybe I just, I just, by FML. I just Twitch stream and... me crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, you know, we're doing the show and you come to hang. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, the last time Brendan saw me, mm. I ate shit. That's like, okay. that's like, that's like all I think when, when a friend, you know, like you shows up, it's like, yeah, we're friends. We hang out, but in the back of the head, we are comics. And I'm wondering like what a friend thinks when the yeah. last time they saw me was that I bombed or had like not a good set. I'm like, Oh, do they even respect me as like what we do? Like I'm just a friend. That's the (laughs) kind of shit that goes through my, my brain. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I had a nerve wracking. It is, but I had a literal survival set the other day. The sound is terrible. I can't, I I do crowd work. I can't hear a fucking word. Anyone's saying to me when people are great though. I mean, I learned that afterwards because people came up to me, but I spent the rest of the show. There's like two or three comics after me. I spent the rest of the show going, literally, I'm admitting this to you. I go, wow, now the only two times Brendan has seen me, I've eaten shit. I have friends (laughs) here. um, I have other friends here who I haven't seen in a while. Like Uh like Jordan Jensen is there. I think she's hilarious. She's someone whose opinion I care about. I'm like, I don't want to bomb in front of Jordan. Uh, uh, Jordan Rock is there, who I've met once. I'm like, I don't want to bomb in front of him. Billy June, yeah, really like, like I, don't, I just Jordans. don't want to buy. I do like a lot of Jordans, but it's just like I always have a better time, like crushing in front of people who like I I'm just not close with. But when there's mm. friends there, it adds this extra pressure of I'm like my and I know this is like a trauma fucking brain thing, but I'm like, oh, my friends won't want to hang out with me if I bomb. Oh, my friends will stop talking to me if I don't do well. That's a trauma fucking thing. I'm fucked That's up crazy. there. That's um, crazy. But I worry about that. I talked with Yadoye about it the other day, uh, where literally he's one of my very good friends. And we talked about the fact that he has actually never seen me have a good set. Every show he's ever <laughs> seen me go up at where he actually watched my set, I have eaten dicks. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where the last show he saw me at was horseplay. And when I got off stage, he said, you bombed, bro. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's funny. So like, I have to stop believing that I have friends who fucking cheer me on, but, and I worry about that shit. Um, but you know, I walked away and then I work at that butcher shop. I tell, I tell Billy June and Jordan rock to stop by the next day to come get a sandwich. Jordan actually does. He does. Yeah. And as, and as I give him his sandwich, he goes, that was better. You have to bro. You have to free food. I'm really giving out. I know. Um, but he goes, that was better than the last time I saw you. And I go, you don't have to say that. That's so nice. And that's <laughs> so nice. And it means so much from you. Uh, and then he like, and then he's like, what are you doing tonight? Cause we're around the corner from Eastville. He's like, come by. I'm going to introduce you to the owner. Like, like it's all by whatever. And I'm like, that made me feel good. That's one of the only things in a while that made me feel like I'm gaining any sort of dude. Aggression. And, 
And it's those little things, man. Yeah. I, and the I owner remember, wasn't there, but it still felt like. Yeah, whatever. But I, I remember every little thing that someone said to me that was nice and, uh, and like encouraging. You yeah. Know? And some of the things are also like deter, like, like bad. Like, you know, I started when I was 19 and I was at least a little funny. So everybody was like, and also I think Pete had just like broke so everybody's like people want the young guys they yeah. want the young kids you're gonna be famous everybody kept saying that to me to a point where i just stopped working i was like okay I'll i just understand be here. bro i understand you know? same thing with acting people always told me like don't even try you're gonna make it the way you look sound how you are you're gonna make it and then i'm like 26 and my agent sucks actual dick donkey balls right now <laughs> Uh, I just got two auditions this week after having nothing for like a year. And I'm wow. like, and I'm like, oh, they really wanted me, huh? You know, wow. it's all going to come my way. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, uh, you know, I, uh, I heard that for so long about like, you're, it's, you'll be fine. You're going to make it. You, you work hard, blah, 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 whatever it is. I yeah. hate the phrase, make it. I hate it. But whatever people kept saying that. And then I was in the green room once and I was just hanging. This was like five years ago. And, uh, Adam Newman was like this guy, yeah. this comic Adam Newman. Is that the was guy like, who opened for Bo Burnham? I don't know, but he's uh, he's all he, you know, he's like a transplant. He he's like L.A., New York, L.A., New York. But he's like a he's a good guy. And I was like, yeah, I got time. And he just said to me, he goes, "You don't have time." He's like, "You have no time." He's like, you know. And even just that one sentence, I was just like, "Oh my god, he's right." I have to start working. I just immediately bought a notepad, started keeping it in my pocket, writing down everything that I said was funny. Dude, the same like the fact. I don't know, but you like you you're good at crowd work, but you you do like jokes, like you write out bits, right? Yeah. You do like when I oh, listen yeah. to your album, I'm like, these are like you got bits, like you got, I like, got really, jokes, baby. You got, I got jokey, jokes. jokey jokes. Like if you go up and you do 15 minutes, you're gonna fill it with jokes. Yeah, well, and have fun jokes, with crowd work when you can. Of course, but jokes are more important to me. I want to because I'm writing jokes, and I want to be. And then when you have a moment where you're doing like an album or a special, you can't do. I mean, you can't do a crowd work. People do that. But like, yeah. I don't want to do that. But if I'm doing like a 15 minute where I'm not recording it and I'm just trying to work on some jokes and stuff, I do crowd work and I go like, you know, so I make them closer to me and then I can work on the jokes. And if they and then I, I start getting to a point where let me go no crowd work on this one. Let me just because also there are some crowds that do not want to be talked to. They just want to hear your shit. Yeah. So I'll go up and then I'll just do my fucking jokes. You know, yeah. it's all it's all just figuring it out it's like going to war every time you go up on stage yeah i've always wondered what an hour is going to look like for me when i finally do one because i think i think mine's going to have to be very theatrical to like fit my vibe because totally. i'm not going to do an hour of jokes i'm going to have some songs in there i'm going to like get some cameras on the audience and like fuck with the audience like okay yeah, you're gonna a variety be, man. Yeah, I'm just not. I think I came. I came to terms with the fact that I'm not um, a stand-up comic a while ago. That's not what I am. I'm an entertainer. Okay. Um, okay. Some people talk down on that. Um, I still get on myself about it because I'm doing stand-up. Yeah. But I know that I'm not a comic. I'm not going up there with my thoughts of the fucking week that I detailed out and I bully and I or I bullet pointed and I and I and I really want to run through and see if this is funny. I'll say some shit. I'll come up with something. I'll like I'll talk about it. But my goal is truly the amount of times I'll do a set and I will have nothing planned um, is way too much, I think. But it seems to always work out for me. Mm -hmm. Almost always. Um, 
except unless I bomb like fucking like like the rooftop show. I think I I had that's the thing. I had some jokes ready hey, that I had written that I haven't tried yet. Let it go. Okay, buddy. Let that show go. <laughs> didn't, didn't change the way I felt about you. No. <laughs> Start crying. It was just the only, it was like the main example I, I, I could have given you. Uh, of uh, like, of like going up there like ready with shit, like, like actual like bits. And I usually just kind of have them. I forget if it's Sam Kennison who has the, the quote where he says like, Jokes are what you do when you run out of shit to say. Is that is that Kinnison? I guess so. Maybe. I mean that w- that would make sense. But like, you know, also write jokes. I know, do. Have, yeah, have and, jokes. I, and I do. But it's like it seems like in the like all throughout quarantine, maybe I've just gotten so comfortable with the crowd work that it's like I'm Dude. now less comfortable doing what I was doing. Of course, you, you know? know. Yeah, I remember. I took uh, this was a couple years ago. This was about four years ago. I took about a. I took a couple of months, and this was like when I was getting up every night yeah. and I, I purposely took a couple of months where I just, I, I just only did crowd work. Even if I had a joke, I would only do crowd. I wanted to get good at crowd work. And then I was like, you know, I was doing really well that people were like, you're maybe you're a crowd work guy. Maybe that's what you do. I didn't want that. But yeah. I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe. And then I remember doing a theater and just trying crowd work. And people were like, boo. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, money. Luckily at that time, so like I went back to my jokes and I was, you know, redoing the ones that I was bored with. Yeah. And I was not bored with it because I, I hadn't done the jokes in so long. So thank God that I was, you know, whatever. So it was like me having fun, made the crowd like it and everything. But like, yeah, you know, I was like, oh, I can't rely on. Cra- I can't be just a crowd work guy. There's got to be other shit. I remember hearing of when you get when you get bored of a of a joke, try to remember what initially made you excited to say it. Yeah, and or I, just I stop do, saying it. Yeah, I have so many jokes where I'm like, I mean, I'm at the point where I don't have an hour. So like, if I'm like looking at shit that I have, I'm like, yeah. I want all these jokes to work. I want them all because they're what I have. Yeah. You know, like if I filled up like a 30 minute set right now, I know that like, there'd be a good amount where you're like, that could have been tighter. You're just saying that because you that's like what you have and it's and it's worked before. But yeah, yeah. Whatever. Let's get on to the next segment here, buddy. Right before, segment number two. Segment number two. And then we're going to... Out of how many? It out. Uh, there's three. We're almost done. <laughs> almost done. You didn't have a hard out I, here, buddy. <laughs> I know. I Well, I didn't I didn't expect to be here for six hours. I know. You think I asked if you have a hard out to be polite. And I asked, actually, to know that I can trap you and there's <laughs> nothing that you have going on. No, I got nothing. I got nothing. We can go um, as long as you want. Dude, right before when I told you I spilled all those beans on the fucking floor, yeah, um, I hit my fucking head on my cabinet, on my kitchen fucking cabinet, and now I, it keeps fucking hurting. Oh, uh, you get a little bump? Yeah, I don't want to see if I'm bleeding because uh, I'll freak out for the rest of this recording. Um, <laughs> okay. My parents are doctors, so if I get hurt menially, I think I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like living with doctors. Is that you're you're yeah, dude, constantly a little. Just getting like a little scar growing up. My dad would be like, you have one body, one body. You get no more. And I'm like, it's a little cut. And he goes, you're ugly. No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ugly now. Um, this next section here is called your hypocrite past, Brendan. Okay. Hypocrite. I want you to think of uh, some advice you've given people, some help when someone's ever come to you for something and you tell them to do this thing. But you, Brendan, you don't necessarily follow it. You try, but you still fuck up with it. 
I was I'm I was practicing the Robert De Niro face. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, oh, oh, give people advice that I normally don't follow. Yeah, or that you've like tried but you fail constantly. You know, like I tell people to let shit go. And here I am going, that one show five months ago was fucking ruining my life. Yeah. I guess I would say um you know, learn to uh learn to let someone else go. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like if a relationship is going bad and you know that you got to get out and all your friends are going, you got to get out of this, dude. Fucking go. Leave. Yeah. There's plenty of fish, all that bullshit. Um you know, my big thing that I say to people all the time is I go like whenever I have a friend call me and they're like, "Oh man, this chick is really fucking with me and blah blah blah." I go I go, just get the fuck out, man. And like, and like, I go, uh, I go, hey, do you remember the last chick that bummed you out before this? And, um, and they go, uh, they, I go, do you, do you care about that last girl? You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, do you still think about her the way that she was, she was living in your head last time? And they're like, no. And I'm like, same thing's going to happen with this chick. You know, you're going to meet someone new and you're not even going to give a fuck about this girl. And I don't follow that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't follow I don't. it at all. I stick in fucking relationships. I let girls treat me like shit. And I just uh, keep moving on the off chance that one day they might be nice to me. Man, I could not follow that fucking vice, advice at all, man. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I'm literally like, whatever relationship I'm in, I am thinking about all the ways this one's better compared to the last one. And I'm thinking about how how terrible it must have been for the past person. And I feel bad about that. And then like all that shit, I can't let anything go, but I have told people, buddy, you know, this isn't good for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. That's a big one. That's one I should be following right now, but I just am not, <laughs> I just am not. I mean, I, I mean, you've only been broken up with your, with your ex for like a year. Well, I'm not thinking about her anymore. Oh, thank fucking God. Okay, so we can talk shit. No. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, that that was a, you know, long grieving process. But now I'm all fucking flustered about this other chick, and I'm not thinking about my ex or anything like that. But I'm yeah. like, I was flustered about my ex. And I was like, damn, man, she's really fucking taking some real estate in my brain. And now this new, there's a new person that's taking bandwidth that I should just be like, look, we got to fucking step back from each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and, but I can't, I can't fucking do it. So you, can't. like, you did actually try to, like, kind of take a break from the new girl so that you're able to give yourself that space. And it's just, it's not something that seems to work out for you. Well, we had, a, we just had a conversation that was like, I think we got to fucking chill because I was getting the, the, the wrong, uh, I wasn't getting the wrong messages, but I think we were just getting too close to each other. And then she wanted something different than what I wanted. And now we're like still talking, but it's like, I don't know. It's just not the same. And I should just go, look, it's fucking, this is over. Like, this is just over and it should be, but I can't stay away. Uh, yeah. I like, you know, especially if you really like a girl and I, I really like this girl it sucks. Fucking sucks. That's how it is out here, man. Yeah, dude. And she's probably a fucking psycho. <laughs> you truly never know how someone's going to be until you actually are with them. Like you could date, you could be hooking up. I was never a hookup guy. Like I, I tried it Me a neither. couple of times. It's not my thing. Like as soon as my current girlfriend and I were like hooking up for a month, I was like, 
you know we're getting married. (laughs) (laughs) This is it's a sin if we don't. I hook up, but I never really feel that good about it after. But I'm also like, if like I meet a girl that I'm like, oh, I just want to have sex with you, you know, I'll do it and I'll feel fine. But I'm like, I didn't need that. I and I don't feel guilty because I let I let women know i go like look this is not i you know in the most romantic way possible that i could but i i'm like i just kind of want to have a fun night i hope you're down for that if not i completely get if you don't want to do this yeah and we can still play mario kart or something we can hang out yes yes and then uh you know and then it fucking i don't know and then we we hook up and i go uh kind of sucked you know yeah no man i listen we as as a society you know, we're like, we're, 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 you know, we, we treat sex like it is very casual and it can be, but for like, for certain people, for like, for me, it is, it's, it's always so much more intimate than I think it's going to be, you know, it's uh-huh. like, I, like, it's a thing that like, at least in my head and I was raised Catholic, remember this. <laughs> okay. So like in my head, like if I'm like, ju- if I've in the past, which has been very minimal when I have just had casual fleeting sex, I have always felt like a fucking monster right afterwards. A monster. Just like a, like a, a a man filled with vices and, and, and desires and lost in sin. And, um, and, uh, a fucked up thing in my head that's definitely not true. It was like if 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 someone did hook up with you, it's like, oh, they like they wanted to be with you. And I and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready for that, but I did want to have sex. And I'm like, I'm breaking this person's heart, you fucking egotistic piece I, of shit. Yeah, I get like that too. Like I've slept with girls and it just didn't work out. Or like I maybe like I dated a girl for a little bit and then we finally slept together and and then, like, unfortunately, very soon after that, it, like, kind of faded. And I, I was like, man, am I just this fucking f- dumb fuck boy that's, like, a creep about it? Like, I don't want them to think I was using them. And then I finally got the sex and I'm out kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I, I always feel terrible about that. Yeah. My 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 current girl, this, I mean, this could be too much information, but I, uh <laughs> Maybe I'll leave that one out. I'm going to I'm going to leave that piece of news out. I don't want to fall okay. into the same trap we just talked about 30 okay. minutes ago on the same podcast. I just can't. I can't. All right. You're going to have I, to tell me once we stop recording though because absolutely. it's all I can think about now. <laughs> um yeah, oh fuck now. Okay, I'm not going to do it. No, no, don't say it. But um yeah, dude, it's just like I don't know, man. I get that feeling of being a creep or whatever, but like once you just let them know like what it is and they still are down i have that at this point it's on uh the other person once if if anybody ever goes like if you go like look this is just casual this might just be one night i don't really know if i want to do this any anymore i hope you're cool with that once they're like yeah totally and you're like i really don't want anything you have to fucking say exactly yeah. you can't tiptoe around can't be using other words right yeah. you can't be like uh you know i just uh you have to say you have to go as far away from like as close to being like, I'm just we're just going to have sex and then nothing's going to come from this without actually saying that because there's it, that's so fucking. Yeah. Saying it, saying it that way is like, OK, we're not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. like but you have to get real close to that. So they understand so that if they try to text you after or they try to like make something happen after you go, you go, you could step back and then they go, oh, I knew what I got myself into. Yeah. Sex is messy, man. 
it's messy. That's actually yeah. the main reason why I didn't uh, really hook up in college. I did a couple of times, but I hated the fact that like, I went to a conservatory. So I hated, or it was a conservatory style training. It wasn't a full on conservatory, but everybody knew everything about each other. And I fucking hated that. And I didn't want everyone talking about like, oh, this person slept with this. I mean, I was hearing about people hooking up. I don't even fuck. I'm like, they go here. Yeah. And I'm hearing yeah. about everything, man. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. And That's... like the fact that I could be part of that mill, I fucking hated it. That's why it's it's messy to like hook up with comics. I mean, it's what I do. But <laughs> what are you gonna do? Have you found yourself doing that on the regular or no? I don't know what on the regular means to you, but uh, I I I have more enough. than once. <laughs> yes, more than once I've done it, and uh, you know it, it it gets messy. But a lot of the times it hasn't. I mean, it really hasn't. This is. I feel like also I don't comics. think my. I don't think I had my heart in any of them besides a recent one, but yeah. like really had my heart in it. And I was like, you know, now I could feel it. Now I'm like, ah, shit. But the other ones I'm like, oh, you know, it's either like a hookup or we like dated for like a little bit. And now we're like friends or whatever. Yeah. You know, I've always been surprised when I'm hanging out with people and uh, we're sitting at a table and everything's cool. And it's like a friend who we've hung out in the world of comedy. So we don't know like everything about each other. Like we're always just hanging out like while we're out and then being like, yeah, we dated. And I'm like, we just hung out for three hours and it was so chill and cool. What the fuck you mean you dated? You're supposed to, aren't you supposed to fight? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, of course you're like, I'm always weirded out by that. I'm always like, what? Really? How the fuck? Are, how yeah. The fuck are, how did you let this not kill both of you? <laughs> buddy we're gonna move on to the last segment here so we can get the fuck out and you can have a break before your heart out at 3 p.m <laughs> yeah dude yeah um you could play a little game speaking of which have you did you play the new season of call of duty yet no because i'm trying to download it onto my ps4 and it's saying there's not enough room so takes for i need you to download that so we can play the new uh, zombies man please whatever it was yeah so i'll fun. try I'm, i, I think i downloaded night. it i'm downloading it tonight i think i i heard i heard it was fun i heard it yeah. was fun also we got to play rocket league man i gotta I yeah saw you guys play i'm i was playing last night i'm killer at rocket league hell yeah let's play let's play uh let's play this weekend yeah we have to figure out how the fuck we're gonna chat uh and make it not sound discord? like shit yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I gotta i gotta figure out how to stream discord me too right? Because it doesn't go on the console, but I no. want to hear my game, and the, it comes through the fucking game headphones. We'll figure yeah. it um, yeah. We'll figure it out not on other people's time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's get to this last segment, you fuck. Uh, these are audience questions. Oh, I love this. Yeah, this is fun, man. Um, this first one. All right, I'm going to do a couple. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's next after making it to number one on Apple? Who's asked that? Album. You asked that. I'm not saying. No, I'm not there's saying. There's no way someone asked that question. I rephrased the question that someone asked because the language was very. <laughs> okay, I don't believe you, but um, what's the, next? No, the first question was, "Do you feel like you made it at number one on Apple?" That's like how it was, and I rephrased it because uh, the answer is no. <laughs> I guess I did. I don't know. Uh, what's next for me? Uh, I'm releasing the 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 video of it on my Patreon for Oh really? Yeah, for a couple weeks and then uh, I'll probably put it out publicly. So, follow if you want to go to my Patreon, it's patreon.com/scenariopod. It's a good podcast. It's really funny and uh and you'll be able to see my special before I put it out publicly. Is what's the scenario only on Patreon? 
no, there it's here's the scenario is the oh, podcast. Here's the scenario. Sorry. Um, it was what's the scenario, but we had to change it. But uh, that's why know, I was like, I know I'm not fucking stupid. No, it, it's it's live now. You can listen to the podcast on a- Apple iTunes, on fucking Spotify, whatever. Any any place you get podcasts, you can listen to our podcast. But if you want any extra content from us, it's patreon.com slash scenario pod where I will be putting the, the special. That's fucking cool, man. How was it filmed? Uh, we used three cameras. Um, we put it on the roof. So, because that's a small space up there. Did you have a guy like on the roof, roof, and then a guy like? Oh, yeah. No, we had him the all audience. on the roof. It was all on the roof, but like we we put him on sticks, so it was like above the audience and shit. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Very that's, cool. That's what. What's it feel like to fucking self-produce your your first special? Feels good, man. It feels good. It's the same thing with the snowboarding, dude. When you go like for a long time, I'm going like, I don't think I could do this. And then you do it and you're like, wow, I fucking pulled this shit off. Like, yeah, I can do anything I set my fucking mind to, you know? Yeah. yeah. I have to remember that more so when I'm doing this. I'm teaching myself music theory so that when I'm making music, I actually know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And it's it's like learning a language. And but I'm then doing when it. You, and I'm when like, you finally pick it up, you're going to be like, wow. I've I've come a long fucking way. Yeah, I mean, I played the I, I was playing the guitar that I was like making up funny songs for TikTok. This one bombed, but I it sounded really fucking good because I was like, ah, like I kind of have an idea of what the fuck's <laughs> happening, you know? Yeah, yeah. But okay, whatever. Um, but that's cool, man. Question so, question number two submitted by Joey. Question number two. Uh, how do you tell your friend you? think he's really sexy and <laughs> fucking kiss him <laughs> um this uh the next one's just what do you, what, what what's what's your favorite thing about what you do what comedy yeah my favorite part about comedy is uh i don't know it's it is making the people laugh and like killing but there's also that thing the ego of like when you say a premise and then you look out in the audience and people are nodding their head and you go, that guy agrees. He knows that's awesome. I, this is relatable. Yeah. That little spark that always kind of gets me, but that's all ego. It's that it's that, I mean, it's ego, but it's also, it's you're a person of the world and you had a thought and you said it in front of people and it like connected you. Like you're like, Oh yeah, I'm a person of this fucking world especially when you really hate yourself like we do. And like, also you just go like, Oh, I'm such a phony and a schmuck that it's like, when you, when you see people agree with you, you're like, wow, cool, cool. Yeah. Who am I? I who knows? Who, <laughs> who am I? Who are you? What are we doing? What Should are we, we jump doing? off this let's, roof? Let's kill What's ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that's fun, man. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, next question. Why do you think, Oh, why do you think it was all a big mistake? What? No, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe I that? fell for that. I can't you believe really I did. You're, I like, what? <laughs> what's a big mistake? Um, God, that's funny, I man. Crack my back. Hold on. Fucking, I've been sitting since you caught me right after therapy, homeboy. Ooh, are you gonna do a little twist? Are you doing uh, one of the? Yeah. Ooh, I like your style, man. You rock the all black pretty fucking well, dude. I just got these new jeans. Where are they from? Uh, Macy's. And Levi's. You're a Macy's man. Look at that. I love it. Yeah, I rocked that all black, but then I got that white, you know? Yeah, you got you to gotta break up the silhouette a little bit. Yeah, like that. You ever heard that phrase for fashion, the silhouette? No. 
That's why I love a Chelsea boot. Chelsea boot kind of accentuates the silhouette, makes you look like one long, lean, mean sex machine, baby. I have a couple Chelsea boots. You do? I only have one, I think. Well, you have two. That's a couple. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bear. Um, this is the last question, and I'm going to let you go. Okay. Have you ever had a dream other than comedy? Yeah, I wanted to be a rapper for the longest time. Like before, before comedy ever? Yeah. I also had a band. I had a punk band, but I also wanted to be a rapper. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happened that, to the band? Uh, the band broke up. But why? Obviously, we all went to college. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Jimmy quit. Joey got married. I should have known it never got <laughs> far. You know? um, but rapping is still, you know, something fun. It's like a little hobby that I have, you know. Do you ever actually like still like write bars to? Yeah, I wrote something the other day. I, you know, it's all fake and shit, but it's fun to be like, this is what I wrote. Okay, I'm not even gonna look at you, but I was like, <laughs> you know, it's embarrassing. Yeah, like, you know, I know, I know. I go, all right, <laughs> all right. This is that this really quick bar, really quick bar. This is that rough shit, that tough shit that hits you in the mug shit that take a mug shot with a full clip and pull it. And that's all I that just came off the top of my head. Like I was walking around and I was like, oh, I should write that down. Brandon, you know, it's nothing. But, you know, okay, I like the, that... I like the idea of seeing somebody taking a mug shot with a fucking AK-47. Yeah. Hey, man, we just got another audience question. And that's have you ever murdered anybody? <laughs> <laughs> if I told you I killed a person at 13, would you believe me? <laughs> uh, dude, one of my favorite rap songs is Backseat Freestyle. Because oh God! It's it so does, fucking good. It that album, dude. The album's amazing, and one of the biggest of my life. When Kendrick was coming up, there is a music festival next to where my high school was called Sunfest, and five days was like seventy-five dollars for five wow. days of a music festival. Wow. Um, uh, they would never be like it wasn't filled with huge people all days, all day, but the second to last and last artist of every day was always huge. Like Snoop Dogg would come. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, like all that, like all that kind of, God, I J. Cole came before he blew up. Kendrick came before he blew up. Mac Miller wow. did Saturday. Pitbull came. Like it's a big thing. Oh, awesome. Um, I regret never seeing it, but Chester Bennington, when he was in the Stone Temple Pilots covering them, he came and played. I didn't go because I didn't know the Stone Temple Pilots at all. I also didn't know he was going to fucking die. Um, yeah, of course. Oh, but, that's sad. Uh, I was with my high school girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Long to be fresh and awaiting <laughs> her patiently. I'll wait for you there. How long until I have to pay money for this? La Two seconds. La oh, stop, 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 stop. I make no money from the ads yet, please. You know that song is about death? That song is about waiting for death. Are you serious? Yeah. I'll wait for you patiently. What's the name of the song? Like a Stone by Audio Slave. Oh. But that's Chris Cornell as well. Yeah. Like a Stone, Audio Slave. I'm gonna, I wrote that down because I want to listen to it. Um, it's a good song, man. But yeah, man. Uh, my let my, me know when you listen to that. Let me know what you think. I will. All that shit that's about death. I literally the first short story in my uh, newsletter is completely about justifying a suicide. Like it's funny, but it's like I mean that's what drew me to actually write a long ass fucking story. And I'm like, there's yeah, something. There. Um, the uh, my high school girlfriend. We went to Sunfest, 
And it was one night, Gavin DeGraw was starting at the same exact time as Kendrick Lamar. Gavin DeGraw, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> started at the same time. Where do I go? I love that you talked about dreaming of being a rapper and not, not, neither did none of that rhyme. Yeah, it did. But you said Kendrick Lamar, Gavin DeGraw. That rhymes, dude. If you can't see that, then we're on two different levels. <laughs> if you can't see that, who's the real rapper? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I going to go see? Kendrick Kevin Lamar, DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. I see fuck. that. Yeah. Um, but then the last two lines didn't make any sense. Um, so then <laughs> we, yeah, that's I, true. They're playing on opposite sides of the festival. Okay. And we literally went to go see the first 30 minutes of Gavin DeGraw because that was our compromise. We're gonna go see Gavin DeGraw. And I kind I like this. Oh chariot. My way. I love that song. Okay. All right. But that's like the one that I knew. It's a good song. And I, we went, and then we stayed like a second too long, and we went back, and Kendrick was, as we walked up, playing, Oh, my life, I want, want money, money and power. And, and I was like, until my girlfriend, who didn't know a single fucking thing, I'm like, I have to go. And I'm like, running, yeah, yeah, yeah. Running. She's running run with me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't leave her. But like, we, I was like, we need to like, we can't be back here. We need to run up to that concert right oh fucking now. Oh, my God. So great. So um, great. I can't like, believe you even watched Gavin DeGraw or whatever the fuck his name is. Kendrick Lamar is yeah. so fucking good. In my defense, time, I was probably. trying to have sex. Okay. I, so, I bet you would have had sex after as well. I would have, but way. you know, I'm all about I'm all about the compromise. Uh uh No, I'm not. <laughs> uh yeah, man. You know, I was trying to be good. I was trying to be good. I was trying I to you. trying to get the best of both worlds. Uh, my you. father told me when I was younger, it's always the one more thing that's going to kill you. So I'm like, yeah, Kendrick's playing, but also Gavin. I like Gavin. I got to go see a little bit of Gavin and I got to run over. That's just, that just, one just other go, thing. Just go see Kendrick and know that you'll miss something. You know? Yeah. It's all about, that's completely about acceptance and being present. Yeah. It's always the one more thing. And I still have that problem to this day. Anyways, what a great talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> This was fun, uh, man. Thank you for having me. No, nah, man. Thank you for having me as a friend. This is my podcast now. Yeah, really. I kind of, I did let you take the reins for a while, man. You know, let talk. me. I let you. I gave it to you. I allowed yeah. you. Um, Larry, Larry, we were on for nine years. Ninety million people were watching. You think I got canceled? You know what that is? That's Seinfeld on Larry King. Yeah, That's ninety so million people. Do you think he was being watching. funny, or do you think he was actually? No, playing? I, I, he says he was being funny. I do think he was, he was being a little like, dude, come on, why would you say that? Yeah, but I think also it's like you know, I've had that where it's like you have a relationship with. People. I could snap at you, and we could still be friends. Yeah, and I could yeah, say yeah. it hilariously, but I'm, I'm, some of it's real. I'd be real about it. Yeah, you're only gonna be funny about something that bothered you if it genuinely, if yeah. it genuinely bothered you a little bit. You will be funny. You know, about it. you write premises because it stuck with you. Yeah. And you say yeah. like, whatever, man. Um, I'll tell you one thing. I can't wait to see you again in person and we can talk like this and maybe and get a little bit of time together as friends. Are we singing? Get a little spoken word up in this bitch. In this bitch. It was just so that I... The fact that I didn't go up the other day and do spoken word during my set and call you up, I actually regret that. I missed I opportunity. I missed opportunity. Um, All right, Joey, I let, love me, you. let me go.
I can't. I, I love you, buddy. All right, bud. But my back is killing me. I'm going to hate letting you go, but go lie down. All right. What do you got tonight? Who cares? We'll do this after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. Later. I love you. Bye. There you have it. An episode with my guy, Brendan Sagalow. What a great guy. Wonderful guy. Beautiful. Good looking guy. <laughs> I hope you guys had fun, man. Brendan's seriously uh, one of my favorite guys. And I had a blast listening uh, to him just talk. <laughs> I think I, I think there was times during this conversation where I just chimed in occasionally. This could have been his podcast. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, uh, Brendan, I love you. I uh, can't wait to see you again in person. I will hug and kiss you. Mask on uh, or off if you're feeling naughty. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for uh, for listening. You know, I'll see you guys on Thursday for the check in. Uh, we're gonna get this uh, little Patreon and a YouTube all set up so we can get these videos out. So if you want to support in any way, go check that out. I got links in my bios. On all the apps, okay? And um, email the show, help from a hypocrite at Gmail, or you can just DM me on Instagram or whatever. And uh, if you got questions for the next guests, you guys know how the hell this shit goes. Grateful to have you here. Have a great week. I'll see you on Thursday. I love you. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.